Hey, and welcome back to the next episode of Right Hand Drive Guys. I'm Bobby. This is Aaron. Yo, yo. And uh, today is actually episode 29. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and we're going to talk about the Project S14 that we picked up like a month ago, I would say. It's probably been a month now. Yeah, about a month. <clears throat> and so... Uh, this is our first episode recording in the garage. Uh, we had been doing it in one of the offices, but we really wanted to be able to do this and have it on the internet as well as far as YouTube. Right, right. And also have the whole vibe of the garage. Yeah. You know, in the background as we're talking. Yeah, because we worked hard on the garage, so, you know, we might as well be proud of it. And Also yeah. worked hard on these seats. Yeah, yeah. Late <laughs> last night, we were putting together these seats. This is actually... Uh, the seat from the S14 that we're going to be talking about, and where'd yours come from? Mine came from my R32, and it's a uh, yeah, yeah. So, nice, so we nice repurposed them, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, we we kind of set up a little area for ourselves out here. Um, but back to the topic at hand, the S14, the Sylvia. So these these cars were kind of pretty much what you were into, like on the come up, right? Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, yeah. S chassis was my thing like couldn't get enough of them yeah i i personally i definitely knew of them my childhood best friend was always into sylvia's that's right, right. what he was always talking about so i knew of them but i was more of a skyline guy so yeah you know it's cool to start seeing the differences and the similarities between the two vehicles right right yeah i mean they share a lot of parts yeah yeah you, you know? wouldn't think it and then but then there's also stuff that's completely different yeah yeah, yeah. like why they do it this way and right. i'm sure they had a reason yeah but, 100%. um so uh there's a little story behind this s14 we uh well i really wasn't in the market to get it right and then Aaron hits me up, and, and what does Aaron say? Yeah, well, this is like right after Import Alliance, right? Yeah, or yeah. Or this is the day you were leaving to come back home. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And <clears throat> I had sent you a car. It was on eBay, and it was this S14. I'm like, dude, wow, look at this price. And a buddy had sent it to me originally and was saying, yo, check this out, like, I didn't know that he was in the market to buy that car. <laughs> so wait, so you hijacked his... <laughs> yeah, his <laughs> I did, and I apologize for it like a thousand times, but regardless, I sent it to you. Yeah. You're like, oh, wow, that's cool. Two seconds later, <laughs> I placed a bid on it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this car, like we won't, we don't need to let out their specific amounts, but... Let's just say that this car, the current bid, when you sent it to me, yeah. this car was extremely well-priced. Yes. Like, like you're like, whoa, dude, is this a scam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had I, said to you, I was like, dude, if this sells actually for this price, it's a steal. Right. Like, 100%. And so, so, yeah, like, you know, I was messing around. I'm, I threw the bid in there because I'm like, there's no way I'm going to win this car for this price, you know? Yeah, yeah. I said the same thing. Yeah. I was like, dude, there's no way. Yeah, I just kind of did it to, like, mess with this guy. But, yeah. you know, in the end, nobody bid. I no only one. placed, so, you know, whatever, this car is at X amount. I only paid placed an $800 span, right? Yeah. Like I was like, you know, if somebody outbids me, that'd be pretty easy, 
Right, right, right. Someone definitely will, right? And so, like, I'm getting the notifications that there's only an hour left. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck, dude? I'm like, still the high bidder. We're going back and forth like, dude, this is crazy. This can't be true. And then it's like five minutes left. And I'm on eBay, like, refreshing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm watching it, dude, because I'm like, (laughs) there ain't no way he's about to win this car for this price. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Someone's going to bid. Someone has to bid. Yeah, nobody bid. I won it. No one bid, dude. And And you best believe immediately, I'm like, yo, you want to deposit, like, like, Cause you know, you don't, you don't sell something, you sell something on eBay and you don't get the price you want for it. A lot of times you can, you know, cancel it. You obviously don't have to sell this person, this car. Right. Right. You can just relist it, whatever. So, um, I hit him up and I'm like, Nope, dude, I'm buying it. I'll come down next weekend. The car is located in, uh, right across the Connecticut border in New York. So, um, I was already headed about an hour away to Connecticut that weekend anyway. So yeah. I'm like, Hey dude, wow. you need a deposit. Like what's the deal? And so, yeah, like it's good. But then there's the, I got to wait literally that whole week wondering yeah. like, is he going to hit me back and have that seller's remorse type thing? Right. Right. Is right. The, this is too good to be true. There's right. no way. Right. Because 100%, dude, wait was- until we list off what's on this car. Yeah, yeah. This isn't a stock beater, like rusted out auto, like fourteen. No, dude. It's, no, it's it's legit. Legit. Like, yeah. And it's it blew my mind when when I came came to the garage and saw it. I was just like, what uh, the fuck? What the, what the <laughs> yeah. hell is going on? Like, it it was is it, it was exciting. So yeah, to say the least. I like brought my trailer down to Connecticut. Uh, you know, went down and went to New York, met the guy's cousin because a little backstory is, um, this guy was in the military stationed in Japan. He buys this car in Japan. He daily drives it in Japan. That's like his car in Japan. So while he's doing that, he's also over there in the military. So he's getting paid and he doesn't really have anything to spend it on right because right, he's right. kind of he he's a little younger than we originally thought he was he's like 27 or whatever so yeah. he's spending his money on the car and he's doing all this mods these mods that we're going to talk about with yeah. all of his military income yeah yeah and so it seems like he got back to the u.s and this car kind of fell to the wayside because real life comes back into play right you right. know and all that and so he moved to colorado and left the car in New York with his cousin to sell. And so I meet his cousin and, you know, everything goes good. And, um, I check out the car and I'm just like, holy moly. Like, I really don't even see anything wrong with this thing. Like, why am I getting it for this price? I felt like I was doing something wrong. Yeah. And so then to top it all off and sweeten the deal, like, Hey, you want a, uh, S 15, uh, you know, SR20 and then S14 tranny, give it to you for this extremely cheap price just to get it out of my hair. It's like, what? I know. Another one? Like, what? Yeah, I know. I'm feeling like I I won the mega bucks or something, dude. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, okay. Like, yes, I want that. Please put it on my trailer. And uh, so I walk away with all of this for an insanely low price. Right. And get it on the trailer. Right bring it back home um and so you know and everything went great that there you know like yeah minus yeah so yeah we're at the point where now now we have it in the garage right yeah and we kind of have to look it over and and decide 
what are we going to do? Right. What are we going to keep? What are we going to get rid of? Yeah. Um, and you know, we'll put, we'll put in some pictures. If you watch this episode over on YouTube, we'll put in some pictures so you can just kind of see the car as we picked it up and what shape it was in, which was good shape. Yeah. Just a few, you know, little things like the wheels were just mismatched. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like some just stickers probably where you wouldn't normally put them and, you know, just some little stuff like that. But overall the dude had decent taste Yeah, and he put in some work. Um, so what we're going to do is just kind of go through, um, what the car has and then what we're going to do to it. So we're going to start off with the engine, right? That's what we decided. The um, SR20. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, it came with um, an SR20, which was great, right? And it right. came with um, what it was. A, it's a brand new crate transmission. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, whenever I was under the car, I was checking it out and there was like a serial number that looked like it was brand new. And I'm like, I've never seen that on an old SR transmission. Like, what's the deal with that? Sure enough, you go through the list, brand, brand new crate, crate. transmission. Yeah. I'm like, what? So mind you though, right? Because I'm such a ding dong. I did not even look at the ad. Yeah, this is how not serious you were about yes, buying this car. I didn't even look at the ad. I yeah. didn't even I had no clue what right. was even on the car. I just went there, I'm like, wow, that's a really nice S fourteen. Yeah. I'll throw the bid on it, like we said, just messing around. Right. You know, just to kind of like poke him, like, oh, I bid on it. And so after the fact I'm looking at the list and I'm like, What the heck? Right. Like, 400 horsepower SR. Yeah, 400, Legit. yeah. And and so um, 90% of this work when it, when it comes to the engine was done in Japan. Right, where it should this, be done. Yeah, yeah. And and so uh, it was STR, yeah. was it? I think so, something like that. Yeah, so it's a pretty well-known tuning shop in Japan, and so he had all this done while he was over there, right. which is great because yeah. then, and it's not that everything in Japan is like, top notch right but a lot of it but when it comes to srs and rbs that's their stuff that's usually their thing yeah um so just running down real quick this thing has rsc head gasket and cams nismo injectors hpi oil cooler and the filter relocation hpi radiator uh Gretty intercooler, HPI exhaust manifold, upgraded uh, Garrett twenty eight seventy six. Yeah, Link ECU. Yeah, full standalone. Like, dude. like it's like like yes, and like these parts add up to what I paid for the car. Right, right. Um, air motive fuel pump, split fire coil packs, Cusco catch can, Nismo engine mounts. You know, Gretty air filters, Chase Base bits. Right. You know, I I could keep new going. power steering pump, new rack. Like <laughs> it's like dude. everything's like, like he went through it. You know, like and in that it's got a Nismo twin plate clutch. It's yeah. got Nismo tranny mounts. You know, so these things are like okay. Yeah, I would have done some of those things anyways yeah you know like it but they're already done and like they seem to have been done right yeah yeah 100 percent, dude i mean it's it's legit yeah it's got the Kaz rear diff right which right. like this is my first like rear diff rear wheel drive car like that yeah yeah it's got a heavy two-way in it if yeah you, if you've driven a Kaz before like you know that they are noisy and it sounds like something might be breaking when whenever you're, you're doing some tight yeah. turns or something but 
Yeah, it's all good. It's all legit. You know, it has brand new GTR axles, so that's been upgraded. Right, to so the like, thick boys. Yeah, I mean, everything as far as the drivetrain and engine, like, has been gone through and is legit. Yeah, and, and so that was like... And and so it starts right up, and you yeah. know you let it warm up, and she's like ready to rip, and it's got that like because it it does have the Tomei uh, titanium, yeah, yeah, uh, the Extreme or whatever, yeah. And so with that, you definitely hear the mo like you hear the motor. It's, oh yeah, it's straight. There's no cat, so right. It's just like raw. Yeah, very. It's raw. got. It sounds like an SR. Yeah. 100%. So. Um, was definitely like, you know, as far as the engine and everything was definitely like happy, right? Like I expected maybe a hiccup in the tune or like this or that, but you know, besides those tight turn, you know, low speed kind of, right. I don't know that rear diff things weird, but otherwise I was just like, wow, this is like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I was too. I mean, you can't go wrong with that setup. Like that setup that the guy has is tried and true. Yeah. A thousand times over in Japan. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's times. reliable. People know, you know, the people who put that together, they know, you know, um, For sure. so moving on to the exterior, um, I feel like the exterior was kind of just as much of a surprise in the yeah. sense of quality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. Because, well, one has wide body, right? Right, it's a wide that, body. I am always skeptical of wide body cars, especially coming from Japan, because right. what is something. that? What is that covering mm-hmm. up? And if it's not, how did they put the rear wide body on these cars? Because you do have to do a bit of cutting, a bit of welding to do it, hundred percent correct. Right. But just like everything else, it's quality. Yeah. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts. But have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. It really is. It's a, So it's a charge speed uh, rear over fender and yep. front fender kit. Yeah. So the front and rear bumpers are not wide body kit bumpers, right. but everything on the sides of the car is. Yeah, yeah. And another fact to add to the rear, uh, everything was riv-nutted rather than just pop riveted in so if you want to take it off to clean up underneath or whatever it might be you can easily pop that panel off and put it back on without drilling out rivets and yeah which is sweet a pain right and it looks better than if it was just riveted right right looks a little bit better and just looks a little more finished so and as far as the rest of the car dude i mean it was legit it has a kooky front end right oh it's yeah yeah it's converted to the kooky yeah so that's legit the headlights are clean they're not busted or nothing like yeah no and it's complete you know the front bumper is mint yeah uh had the what was a silk road front front lip on it yeah silk road front diffuser kit it was like a three-piece i mean it was cool looking but it was beat up yeah uh (laughs) like (laughs) so then there is they also had the carbon fiber hood which 
right. had a little bit of fading and he had a bunch of stickers on it. So, yeah. um, you know, when it, when it comes to that, so, okay. So real quick, let's back up. Cause we skipped the, um, what the plans are for like the motor and engine yeah. for the future, which is just some cleanup. Right, Pretty right. much everything with motor engines, and engine. Engines meant. Yeah, We're not going to mess with not that even, at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so for the exterior, um, like that carbon fiber hood, we're painting, paint matching it uh, yeah. because it, it will just look cleaner. Um, and then we swapped out that uh, Silk Road front diffuser for a Gretti uh, front lip. Right, which... Yeah. Looks way better. I think those look so awesome. Like yeah. if you're looking for that like OEM plus right. plus plus look. Yeah, yeah. The Gretty's definitely the way to go. Yeah, so we're going to have that of course painted to match and um picked up a Origin Labs um rear window uh spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so some just little you know, because the paint on the wide body yeah. is mint. Like everything's like the mint. paint on the car to- completely is mint. Yeah. And on top of that, like it already has everything. Like Pretty it has much. it has the kooky side skirts. It has the rear spats. Yeah. The kooky rear bumper has the kooky wing. Like it's yeah. It is a '94, but outside wise, everything has been converted. It's like to the a '98. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. So, so it's mint. Like it's, so, yeah, we don't want to awesome. mess with that. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, we'll add a few little things, change the front lip out, yeah, get some things resprayed and cleaned up, and, dude, it's going to be so sick. Yeah, and so um, when when it came to us, the wheels that it had on it, uh, front and rear were both works. Yeah, but the fronts were like XT7s, yeah. and then I think the rears were the... Emotions uh, or something? The Emotion... Uh, they're like the Tim spoke. I forget the name right now. Yeah, but, but they were mismatched. Yeah. And I, and I don't know if that's because he couldn't find the right offsets to match that wide body. I'm right. not sure what Well, the, the spec was. on them is they're wide. There's just weak offset spec. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, guy probably didn't know much about fitment. Yeah. And but. just found two different sets of wheels. Yeah. I don't know. That's <laughs> weird. So, it took, um, you know, I personally never had a wide body car and so and I'm not super familiar with it. So I took Aaron's advice as far as like kind of what to be looking for. Yeah. Um, because if you got a wide body on a car, the wheels need to kind of match that. Yeah. Or else why did you have wide body? Right. Because it just with, looks no. stupid. It looks. Yeah. Right. You got to have the wheels to fill that out and it's got to fit like and, or else why? Right. Yeah. It, and it's just not going to complete the look of the car and you, right. you, yeah, you got a great deal on it, but you didn't do it any justice. So, right, right. um, I looked and looked and looked and went through, we went through multiple sets of, is this going to work? Is it going to look good? Is yeah. it even the style? And so ended up settling on a pair of works, you know, which was kind of ironic, but they're a set of Meister L1s. And they are 18 by nine and a half in the front, 18 by 10 in the rear with a plus eight uh, offset in the front and plus one in the rear. Right, right. So we're hoping this really gives us that kind of more of an aggressive look that we're looking for while filling yeah. in those fender wells and like, you know, uh, really giving the car the look that it needs. Yeah, absolutely. And I think those that, that spec should be spot on. You might need to run like a three mil spacer in the front to clear the coils. But right. Like, 
Yeah. So, Other but than minor. That, it's, it's mint. Yeah. Um, not sure what I'm going to run for tires yet. I figured I'd just get the wheels and yeah, kinda we can kind of go from there. What it'll be. Um, and so, yeah, with the exterior, that kind of completes what the plans are. You know, again, right. just some subtle. <laughs> Um, items and if you're watching the YouTube, the car you can't really see it. You can see the bottom of the intercooler, I think, in the in the frame, but it's up on the lift above the FL5 behind us. Yeah. Um, and so the interior on the car, um, the interior was, you know, I mean, it's the interior. There's only so much that you could do, anyways, without yeah. going like overly crazy. Um, it's got that cage in it for sure. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a seven point. Yeah, safety 21. Yeah, safety 21, seven point roll cage. Um, you know, and I know we upgraded the JBL speakers and, yeah. you know, a different head unit and all of that type of stuff. Um, yeah. The interior to me, it was like pretty much the run of the mill Japanese drift streetcar interior. You know, it has mismatched seats, it has a fixed bucket for the driver's side, you yeah. know, reclinable on the on the passenger bolting cage full interior still like, yeah they didn't they cut all the holes yeah the actual that nice. was really nice yeah, yeah. i was kind of surprised yeah so that's like pretty mint if you ask me and you were like what do you like what do we do here like do we remove the rear seats i'm like no keep it like keep the interior full like because that's sick like yeah especially when it's done that way when everything fits perfectly and it's, and it's caged and stuff yeah right right it's like kind of brings it all together yeah and so yeah it was kind of hard to to kind of figure out where to go so uh the route i took was kind of maybe refinishing anything that wasn't great like right. for example the um the little center console top was broken you know got the new oem one of those right right you know um got to get the shifter bezel back to where it needs to be just right, that right. little stuff to keep the car clean but the the dash is like mint you yeah. know like i was really surprised because it came with a cover on it and i'm like right oh, right which is like well shoot. what's that covering yeah, up yeah. right no it was actually just protecting it like it was meant to yeah it's so clean yeah it had a uh, universal uh weather tech floor mats yeah the cutout on top of super mint Sylvia. oem mats. yeah like when he says like, super what? mint there's like not even marks on them like it right. i'm like dang you know and so um i i'm not a fan of the fixed bucket it was a little beat up anyways um the other seat that was in there is uh sr3 right yep and SR3 confetti. confetti so i bought the matching sr3 confetti for the driver's side so right. that it just kind of you know went in and uh you know we're throwing in a nismo steering wheel um, yeah, got to get rid of that Momo. Yeah, there's a Momo in there, which comes on 90% of Japanese cars. It's I know, crazy. dude. It's, I don't even get my it. My R32 came with a Momo. So did my 33. It, it did. Yes. I don't get it. What is the deal? <laughs> like, They're like, oh, we're selling this car. Throw a Momo in it. Get it out of here. That'll get like, the what? Americans to buy it for right? sure. Dude, that Momo goes right in the trash. Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> like with the, with the interior again, it, it's really pretty much there. There wasn't, yeah. Like, it's it just needs finishing touches. That's yeah. all. So, um, which is great. That means we don't got to put a bunch into it, right? Right. Um, and so the suspension on the car. I think that this guy really took some pride in his suspension because he really 
did all of it. Yeah, yeah. He at did. one point or another. Yeah. You know, and and some of these things were a little not to say used and abused, but definitely right. got some miles on him. Like right. he was driving it daily. Right. Um, so it started, it, it came with the RSR coilovers, which right. generally are a quality, you know, coilover, but I'd these assume, were probably 20 years old. Yeah. I would assume he put them through the ringer. Yeah. yeah. These things were, they've had their use. I imagine mm-hmm. he bought these used it up garage. If I had to, assume yeah i mean <laughs> i could see that these were, you know these were hundred dollar coilovers from up garage yeah if i had to guess but so we swapped them out with yeah, some kts enough. uh coilovers from japan and um you know got that right and then he had a whole list of things on here that he did with the suspension yeah like uh wheel bearings with gk tuck tech knuckles in the front yeah new sway bar end links new tie rods inners and outers you know he did a lot of these things he did the ctsv brake swap on the front end right and then through the z32s on the rear yeah um he had the rear subframe reinforced with the gk tech uh reinforcements and then repowder coated so that's all like brand new looking yeah he's got the ikea formula rear control arms uh he's got the um what was that the voodoo uh what what are those those are the rear arms the, the, uh, rear the tow arms. rods and traction rods yes you're right yeah yeah so you know he's got a lot of stuff on here yeah and he's uh, also got uh powered by max rear knuckles as well yeah so you know he really did put some work into it and they yeah. were like quality parts. It wasn't like, you know, no name stuff. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty decent. So, um, you know, and we're, uh, we're adding in a few, a few pieces, some, uh, you know, Nismo bits, the, that rear, um, the bottom end. Yep. Lower control. Arm. The lower, yeah. The lower control arms, uh, and some other little pieces just to kind of spruce it up. Right, right. Um, and we're going to clean up everything else there. Yeah, pretty yeah. much touching on things that he didn't. Yeah. And it, and it'll be, you know, pretty much a full and incomplete car at that point with nothing left out. Right, you right. You know, and maybe our version, you know, with the budget that we have, but still, you yeah. know, an, a nice car. Right. Um, yeah, 100%. I mean, it was a nice car before, but yeah. like now it's just going to be that much nicer yeah and that much complete and that much more just legit right yeah and and maybe instead of a base level enthusiast version of complete maybe more of a moderate level enthusiast version of complete you know so um you know we're we're gonna go ahead and repaint the calipers and get those all fresh and nice and you know right because no one needs a ctsv logo on their knees. Yeah, I hate that so bad. <laughs> like, so bad. So, you right. know, these are the little things that we're going to go ahead and, and do just to kind of, again, get the car fully complete. Right. I'm excited to see it at the end, you know, all yeah. white without that carbon fiber hood and, you know, all that type of stuff. I think it'll be very clean. Yeah. I'm excited to get the wheels on it, get it fitted right. Yeah. Know, get it just sitting perfect. Man, yeah. And... So where there isn't, you know, a ton of money tied up in this, it's like, you know, what do we do from here? Because my, my personal collection, so to speak, like an S14, of course, would be cool. Right. But also, 
it's not what I need. That wasn't my original goal. You know, right, I'd right. like to have all three GTRs. I don't really need an S14, although it would be great for that one rear-wheel drive car. Right, right, for hitting drift events yeah, or, or whatever, whatever it might be. Yeah, you know? just whatever. You want the rear-wheel drive car that day, right. I guess. But again, like, excess is, like, hard because yeah. I, this garage is sweet, but, like, we only got so much room. We're doing right. our podcast from underneath a four-post lift with a GTR on top of us. Yeah. So, like, we're kind of a little strapped for space, and we got an R34 coming in in a few weeks. Yeah. So... Yeah, what are we going to do with the S14? I don't I don't know, you know, when you start to weigh that out, it's like, sure, you could just, you know, you could flip it for a profit, right? That would right. be insanely easy right. to just flip it for a large profit and like just keep it moving, right? Right. That's probably what a lot of people would do. And not saying that that's off the table because hey, you you know, you find the deal, you deserve the profit, right? right. That's like what's so great about being in America. Yeah. But we're also really trying to work on this podcast. We're really trying to, even though this is for fun and, and you know, it's nothing that like we're stressing about, we would like to continue to develop it. Right. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. like part of anything. That's why we're even have the camera in front of us now is right. just to continue to develop it. So, you know, we're sitting there and we're like, well, dude, you know, everybody else does raffle cars. And as maybe as cliche or whatever as that is, yeah. like we, maybe we got this deal for a reason to yeah. be able to do something like this and create a raffle. And so I don't know what everybody else thinks about that. I don't know if people would actually buy the tickets. I mean, I know it's a nice car. So in that sense, the tickets are worth it. But like, will right. they buy the tickets from us? We don't know. Yeah. I mean, if... If they see the car and if they take our word for it on this podcast and everything we went through and how nice some of these things are, dude. Yeah. Why wouldn't Why they? wouldn't you? Yeah. It's, so that's kind of our plan, right? This would be our first giveaway car. And, you know, if it works out, then maybe that's something we continue to do in the sense of finding yeah. a right-hand drive car that is a good deal that we can pass on to our listeners. Right, right. Put our put our little touches on it. Yeah, and, exactly. And yeah, move move it on. Right. Yeah, and and that's fun, right? Because we're getting to to like so it's cool because like when you have a garage and you have a customer's car, right? There's time constraints, there's money constraints. There's like all of these different little things that you really got to toe the line for. Yeah. On top of the pressure of having to do that. For right. The customer. Yeah. And make sure it's perfect. Yeah. So with the raffle cars, the timelines are ours, right? The right, budget right, right. and what goes on the car is our choice. There isn't a customer that has right. this list. So maybe this is something fun for us to wear. You know, it's no pressure. We get to kind of use some of our creativity and everything and then see somebody else enjoy it. Right. You know, yeah. and, and of course, make the money back. Right. Because yeah. like, yeah, it's it's like fine for us to, you know, spend the money and get the car and everything. But nobody wants to lose money to do a raffle. Right. right you know, right. like that just doesn't make sense. But right. um, so, yeah, this is something that we're definitely excited about. And 
we will if you're not following blunt garage on uh instagram make sure you're following blunt garage b-l-u-n-t-g-a-r-a-g-e and um you know we'll be keeping updates there we'll be keeping updates on our instagram at r-h-d-g-u-i-s um and we'll just kind of see how it goes we've got it it's been a month we've got it completely apart we've got you know um engine parts at powder coat we got um you know body parts at paint like everything's moving along now yeah yeah like pretty quick we're about to paint the calipers and and get those back on there and we're waiting for trust kaikaku to drop a package with the rest of the suspension parts oh yeah and and we're gonna we're gonna be good um so yeah, just you know, this was kind of just our episode introducing this car and and letting everybody know where we're going with it and yeah. kind of where it came from. Uh, so stay tuned. Let us know in the DM or uh, in the comments what you think about this idea. Right. Let us know if you think you'd buy a ticket. That just helps us keep it moving. Yeah. And, you know, kind of gauge what what we're gonna be motivate us a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but so for episode twenty nine of the Right Hand Drive, guys. I'm Bobby. This is Aaron. See ya. Peace.